Good day, people. So, you're listening to Mysteries and Crime with Dara. So, my podcast was previously called the Let's Talk About Anything podcast. So, the life podcast, talking about life, relationships, love, like everything. But now, my podcast is more of a true crime podcast, which is going to be focusing on true crimes, the mysteries of life, supernatural things, and the paranormal. So, during this lockdown, during the pandemic, during the lockdown, during the pandemic, I had a lot of time to think about a lot of things. So, I'm a person who naturally loves listening to things about crimes. I love to watch investigative discovery on TSTV. And then, I like to read up on mysterious things. Everybody calls me weird because of that. Oh, okay. So, anyway, so I thought long and hard about it, and I decided to just make it make my podcast like be something like that where i talk about different mysterious things happening and different crimes and so this is my first episode and i'm going to be talking about a nigerian serial killer on my first episode it's the new name that's what i mean so my topic for today is going to be about a serial killer called gracious david west yeah, you heard that right. His name was Gracious David West. So he's the Nigerian serial killer. And he killed a lot of women. In the case where he was finally caught, he was charged to court for killing nine women. And that caused a very, very huge outrage in Nigeria. Most people must have probably have heard of this case. Like it happened it was it happened last year, 2020. It was covered by BBC, yeah. So, most people should hear about this case. If you don't know, he's been sentenced to death. That's long and short of it. So, let's just go into who he was. So, Gracious David was a 40, some, was a 40 year old man. He was born in River State in a town called Bugama. <laughs> I didn't get that right. Please correct me if I'm wrong. In a town called Bugama. So, it's an oil producing community in Rivers. So, apparently, the town had history with oil militants. If you look into towns in the south, you find that they have this problem with militants, with oil militants. So his town was not spared. They had a history of oil militants. And reports that were stated from police officers said that David West was the member of a cult called the Greenlanders, also nicknamed the Gam, the Bam. I don't know the pronunciation, the Bam. So it was a copycat of the mafia like it was tied the way the mafia is styled and it grew out of a militant group so the cult he was affiliated with grew out of a militant group so he was also the only child born in a polygamous home but him and his mom lived separately from the rest of the family i honestly would like to know the reason why he and his mom lived separately from the rest of the family because that might actually be the answer to the question of why he killed people, why he killed his victims. We never really know how the mind of a serial killer actually works. But then there are some questions that just lead us a little bit into finding why and how and why the reason why they did or they do what, what they do. So he has been described as an erratic man. A journalist called Orwell Ene. All is well. Orwell Ene described him. He said that, that during the trial that he was quick-tempered, 
always interdicted the judge. If I was the judge, Omo, I'd have charged him for contempt of the court. And then he always tried to defend himself despite having a lawyer. I think that is one of the that's one of the signs of being guilty. When you keep trying to defend yourself. I, I mean when you just take it once that you are not guilty, there's only fair to keep on defending yourself. The guilty ones will also try to will always try to defend themselves every time. Well anyway, that's not for me to judge. So moving on to his victims. Very little is known about very little is known about his victims except for their names. He killed a lot of women, like a lot of women. His victims were women. So very little is known about his victims, except for the names of nine women for for which he was charged for like for the deaths for which he was charged for in court. So their names are Maureen Ewuru, Jennifer Wokocha, Linda Waripa, Docas Francis, Blessing Efiong, Rose Samuel, Kelechi Onoha, Patience Hamu, and Antonia Ibe. Looking through this list or listening to this list of women, you'll find that his victims were not just from one particular place. He got women from different places in Nigeria, from different geopolitical zones, like from different tribes. We have Igbo women here, we have Northern women here, we have Eastern, we have women from different places. Gosh. So, police officers said that he also confessed to killing six other women in Abia State, Imo, Edo, and Lagos. But apparently, he was not charged for those murders because no one came forward for the murders. No one came forward to charge him for the murders. And then there was little evidence to pin him to the murders. And he also said that he actually confessed to actually killing those other six people. But apparently, his words hold no weight. And he cannot, just, he cannot charge a person for or you cannot convict a person just for his words alone which i think is very nicely he has already confessed but anyway so so he lured his victims apparently so he lured his victims by claiming to be a military officer and promising them huge amounts of money for their time and then when they were in the city hotel rooms that was a specialty like that, that was what I realized from the story that he never went to high-rise hotels. He always went to hotels where there were no CCTV cameras and where security was very poor. So he would not be caught. And that was a CCTV camera was actually his downfall. But moving on, so he threatened his victims after he got them into the rooms with a knife and prevented them from raising an alarm. Then before killing them, he robbed them of their money, raped them, took their ATM cards, their valuables and everything. And then his victims were always found naked, raped, bound with a white strip of cloth on their ankles and their necks and their arms. Like this actually has a very very ritualistic undertone to it. Like, why would you? In you can never even tell with serial killers, really. So, in all of this, there was a victim who survived. Her name is Benita Itim. She was a sex worker. So she said that she had an interview because she narrated her experience with him to the BBC last year. So from her, from her interview, she said that she had met him on the 18th of August 2020 and that he, he they met up in a city hotel room as usual and then he tied her up and then proceeded to rape her before he then threatened her with an, a knife and then he cut the bed sheets they had used on the bed into strips and he bound her hands and legs and then gagged, gagged her mouth. She shouted, but apparently nobody heard because she had put on the TV volume to the highest. 
and then she said she had begged him to stop like he, she knew he was going to kill her so she begged him to stop and she said he left the room with her phone just like that so like what was so different from her like why did he stop why didn't he kill her what did she do differently that other people didn't do differently how well did she beg that other people didn't beg like this is a very very confusing part of the whole aspect why didn't he kill her I'm not saying he should have killed her. I'm just trying to find out the reasoning why he apparently didn't kill her. But we will never know. So he was caught because at the height of all the killings in Potter Court, a lot of outraged citizens, like people were very outraged, citizens were very outraged, mainly women from the Holy Rosary College, Old Girls Association. They were the ones that were carrying the matter on their head. So like people were very angry, like how would this man be killing people? How would a person be killing people? and he will not be caught like why almost like nine persons so people started asking the government to intervene and actually bring the murderer to justice and so he was arrested on the 19th of september 2020 while he was trying to leave potter court because investigators were closing in on him so apparently a cctv camera captured him as he was leaving a hotel so it was his downfall, what he always tried to avoid. I think he became sloppy towards, I don't know, if, probably because of old age or, no, he cannot, anyway, he became sloppy towards the ending and that's why he was caught. So he was, a CCTV camera captured him leaving your hotel and the circulated photo, the picture gotten from the CCTV camera was circulated on social media and went viral. Oh, the joys of social media. Security agents found him on a commercial bus traveling to Oyo. <laughs> in a quiet bomb state 45 minutes away from ph you know when i just sit and i think about serial killers it's it gets me riled up you know there's this saying that man is free but everywhere in chains so we have this freedom of women to move about to be free to speak to just move about but then when you're going out we have to worry about serial killers we have to worry about we have to worry about how our life we don't know if our life is going to be ended by a person who just has this urge to kill people that's a very weird way to live but that's just how it is we have the freedom to move about but you're not actually free you're not actually free so there you have it guys that is a real life serial killer we, we have serial killers in nigeria so please be careful why whenever you go out and if you can learn self-defense please by all means take the classes it's very important even if it is not protected from a serial killer it might protect from a criminal in fact just learn how to defend yourself that's and they always have a pleasure with you and then please be careful with the people you link up with the people you meet up with you don't know who is who you can never vouch for anybody so you have to take adequate sec- um you have to take adequate security measures especially this period where the economy is bad everybody's trying to make it big and then some people their head is just not correct their way is walking about so please be careful and so you have it dear folks that's the end of the episode so i'm going to be uploading on on here i think every week every wednesdays i'm sorry it's on cable i'm stressed out with school and everything but yeah that's all thank you for listening bye bye